Hello and welcome to The Rabbit Hole, the definitive developers podcast in fantabulous Chelsea, Manhattan. I'm your host, Michael Nunez, our co-host today, Dave Anderson, and our producer, William Jeffries. And today, we're asking you to stop eating Aldesco. But first, what even is that? William came in and was like, hey, we need to let the people know to stop eating Aldesco. Like, what is Aldesco? What is that? It's it sounds, when you eat at your desk. It sounds delicious. It, it does sound really appealing. It seems like something that you would ask for in an Italian restaurant, but it's actually a thing that you should never do. Right. I think I, I had Googled Aldesco for those who are interested. A-L-D-E-S-K-O. According to Google, it says, while working at one's desk in an office, parentheses, with reference to the consumption of foods or meals. So yeah, it's eating at your desk. And it's supposed to sound like al fresco, if that helps anyone. Which mm. means eating outside, yeah. which is way better. Yeah, so stop the al fresco. Oh, that means I thought of, I really just don't know Italian, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> really bad about it. I was just there earlier this year. Yeah. <laughs> really, really bad at Italian. <laughs> yeah, because I thought it was just, uh, I thought it was just fresh. Yeah, al fresco is like keeping you know, it fresh. Yeah, it's like some cucumbers or something. Yeah, exactly. Salad. So- yeah, we didn't do alfresco, aldesco. You want to do more alfresco and less aldesco. Well, let's let's <laughs> let's talk about that for a second. I just realized why I don't know what alfresco means. It's because of Taco Bell. Oh, there you go. they ruined that's, it. That's like they're like they're fresh. They're fresh menu items. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's their their healthy options. Right. You can you can eat Taco Bell alfresco aldesco. That's like the worst oh, no, no, thing no, you can do. Do not have a Taco Bell al fresco al desco. Don't do it. Shout out to Taco Bell. I actually, I actually really, I have a soft spot for Taco Bell. That's one fast food chain that I have a really hard time resisting. Yeah. No, it's, it is good stuff. Uh, I could agree. Although I feel like the al fresco just kind of ruins the deliciousness. <laughs> I mean, like the fast food healthy options are. I if think, you're going for it, just. Eat, eat it hard and yeah. fast at your desk, I guess. No, no I'll <laughs> no. Go Just try and get go. it over with. Yeah. <laughs> as fast as possible. Let's get directly to the indigestion. Yeah. So, like, why... How have I found myself in this situation? Like, why am I eating all this Taco Bell at my desk? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there, there could be many reasons. There's definitely the social or like work pressure for you to get stuff done right? oh yeah that's true you know if you're at a if you're at a place and you really want to get this feature out and you got a couple tests you want to make pass and it's already lunchtime you're probably going to get that taco bell al fresco al desco that's true if i had time i would go to chipotle <laughs> there you go <laughs> but you don't so you want to get this done and ship fast as possible so you you end up sitting on your desk eating while trying to get this one thing done yeah I, deadlines can cause a creep with that where you, you just like feel a stress and a pressure especially like if you see your colleagues doing it as well yeah that's another thing too if you see a coworker is also eating at the desk it only takes one person to do it then everyone kind of sees that person working hard and then you feel like you have to also eat at your desk it's yeah. contagious. It spreads like a disease. Yeah. They're, they're probably on Reddit though. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> well, you don't know that. But then like if Sometimes you, they are, which is even worse. Like if you just go outside. <laughs> read the Reddit outside. How's that? I don't know. I don't know. It's not actually worse. <laughs> Reddit is pretty good sometimes. Sometimes. 
if you feel like this stress is coming from your manager or like your job that's like forcing you to do that, then you really need to just step away from the desk and have lunch outside. Because I think like, and this is uh, any managers out there listening, please don't force your employees to to work and have lunch at their desk. They they could definitely use the break by walking outside. Yeah, yeah. There are some companies that will try and trick you into doing it by catering lunch and then like not providing seating. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, man, that's the worst. Yeah. If you're at a catered lunch company, you've got to be mindful of where you eat. And if you do happen to have the lunch and you stay in the office, definitely make 15 minutes, 20 minutes outside during that time. Because you get the lunch, you eat fast, and you get right back to your desk. Or worse, you don't have enough seats in the cafeteria area, which forces you to be at your desk. Yeah. I've worked at a place that had a catered lunch. And I initially, I really liked it because I, I would just take it as an opportunity to like you know bring the whole family to the table yeah, and like just talk with random people who I would normally interact with, with on my day-to-day basis. But eventually I started seeing my colleagues bring the food back to their desk and eating. And then there kind of became that like social pressure. And it was like kind of a, a, a bummer. No, it definitely can be. If your cafeteria area has the seating to allow you to sit down and speak with people you normally don't speak with and have conversations, that's great. But when it's just jam-packed 90% of the time, and the only seat you know that's available is the one on your desk, then you're going to sit at your desk and eat. Yeah. Mm. Although I feel like most of the time when people eat at their desks while working, it's not because there's like a catered lunch or or there's like a manager pressuring them. It's because they genuinely think that that is the best use of their time. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just like a lack of information. People just are not aware of the negative health effects and the negative productivity effects. William, sounds like you got some science. (laughs) (laughs) There's actually a lot of science on this. So there's this company, King's Mill, they manufacture bread and they commissioned this study on lunch habits. And what they found was that people had a significant measurable improvement in their happiness and productivity when they ate outside. The biggest impact came from people who ate on the beach I don't know how many people have that opportunity. Yeah, what, that's, that's definitely crazy. not an option for me is here this in a New factory? York City. This is a bread factory. I think it's that... a pretty large company, and they have offices like okay. internationally. Man, a bread factory by the, On beach? the beach? Wow. Yeah, they found that just getting outside, even for a short period of time, like on the way to lunch, was still still had a meaningful positive impact. And eating lunch outside of the physical office building had a positive impact. Eating lunch in an office cafeteria had a neutral impact, but eating at your desk had a significant negative impact. And so as a result, they actually created nationwide search for the UK's top 10 lunch spots as like a way to raise awareness and have been calling on employers in general to let staff eat lunch offsite, even if it's only occasionally. Oh, that's great. Do you know what's on this top 10 lunch spots in, in England? I don't. It's not... I think that would be kind of a long lunch break if I were to try and go to one of those. You know, for our UK listeners, I don't know, maybe we got a couple out there. They might <laughs> want to appreciate point. that. That's a good point. You know, when oh, whenever we decide to take a lunch break at the UK. <laughs> well, this, <laughs> this is where we need to open an office next. Seems like they have a better, <laughs> better handle on lunch culture than we do in New York City. Bread factory by the beach. That sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's cool. No. Yeah, I think one of the things, I don't think I have the science to prove it, to be honest, but I've always like made it an effort to step away from my desk. And one of the reasons that I vaguely remember why this is a thing is because as you're working, we as human beings find are, are in two different states and not like two, I don't mean like the extremes of one versus the other. So it's either like fight or flight or like rest and digest. So if you, <laughs> so if you will, like millions of years ago, when we had to hunt for our food and, and work uh, and, and in some way, shape or form, we had to be focused in the task that we had to do. You're less likely to get, going to be calm when you're eating if there's a tiger nearby and you got to run or you got to like get to work or whatever. And the tiger is like, a piece of code. Yeah, that like tiger that, is that yeah. test case that is not <laughs> passing and you have no idea why. So your brain is constantly <laughs> stuck in this like cycle of trying to get this work done or like fighting. And if when you bring your food to to your desk, you're you're sending your body mixed signals because you're trying to digest something and at the same time defeat the tiger that is this silly test case that you need to do. <laughs> so I've always been told like just off of that, like your body doesn't know to rest because you're, how would it know? When you sit in front of a desk, in front of a computer, it's work time. So if you have food in front of you, it doesn't change that, which is like mm -hmm. part of the reason why you should at least step away from like the screen and the keyboard. And, and I think what William had mentioned before where eating in the office has a neutral space, I think is, is because of that, because you, you take away the keyboard and, and whatnot. I do find that also like just having some some distance between being a problem will make things make a lot more sense. Like if you if you take a, a break then that, that often helps a lot. Yeah, especially like during lunch. I remember the first time that we programmed together, like I just kept on getting stuck and then like as soon as we went to get like a snack, I'd be like, Wait, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm going back." laughs> you come back with the snack and, and the, the answer to the problem and it's it's a really, really great thing. I think most of the solutions to my programming problems are solved when I take a break and go use the restroom. I think that's who I come back and like, oh, that's what I need to do. And then that's <laughs> kind of what happens. And I think that when you have lunch away from your desk, like, you know, you're giving your body the nutrients it needs as well as resting so you can go back and tackle the problems for the next four to five, four hours, right? Four to five hours after lunch. I can't math right now, but yeah, sounds like I need lunch. Not a break though. I've had enough of those. <laughs> yeah. I also feel like if you eat at your desk, you might be more likely to overeat just because you're not paying attention to the task at hand. Like, you know, it's like, it's like eating junk food while watching TV. Like you're just kind of like mechanically eating and not paying attention to your body signals. Yeah. I think that's well documented. This happens. Oh, science? Science. William with the science. <laughs> I think if your job also offers unhealthy snacks, that only makes it a lot worse too. I mean, I think we mentioned it before in one of the many episodes about how amazing it is to have snacks in your office. But I do think that the choices of the snacks you have are also important. So whatever you do, please don't overeat in front of your desk. Yeah, the whole snack situation is tricky because it's a perk that people ask for that, you know, is seen as part of being a sexy young startup, having this the snack rack. Right. All of the throwback snacks, the Dunkaroos. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nutella things. And mm-hmm. It's like a status symbol. People brag about the snacks on their rack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until you end up with type 2 diabetes like I did. <laughs> oh, no. The, yeah, no. Oh, man. The, it was the M&M machine, yeah, right? Yeah, the M&M machine killed me. Well, that didn't kill me. I'm still here. This is not the the, the ghost of, my, <laughs> of Mike. But uh, yeah, I had an M&M machine at the client that I once worked at that will pour out M&M's and like, I don't know how I did it, but like it just read the amount of space your hand had what? for you to give you the M&M's that you would, that you want, which wow. is a handful. Which is all of them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Were so, they peanut M&M's? Peanut, yeah, pe- of course. Oh, okay. It killed oh, me. man. So then I, I, I gave like at least 10 pounds. It was like over 200 pounds. <laughs> pure M&M's. Yeah, pure, <laughs> at least... 30 of those pounds were just straight M&M's, I swear. <laughs> yeah, that's dangerous. Uh, we we got some candy for Halloween, and I, I worked from home the other day, <laughs> and we got no kids. There were no kids that came. <laughs> it's just all for you. All fun-sized <laughs> packages of M&M's where I, there's like a, a pile of evidence of like my shame. <laughs> it's like, did I really just eat four packs of fun-sized M&M's? <laughs> oh, four? That's not that bad. Yeah. I thought this was going to be a much bigger pile. Uh, no, but this is a consistent habit. Oh, oh, that's this, that's not the, in total. That's just yeah. today. <laughs> yeah, that's like in this session. <laughs> yeah, there was a study done on willpower a long time ago. They they gave people radishes and and cookies. Okay, and <laughs> I see where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> so the experimental group was asked to resist the temptation to eat the cookies which were fresh baked and smelled amazing oh my gosh and then the other group was allowed to have whatever they wanted and then afterwards they gave them all a math test and what they found was that the people who had been asked to exert willpower did worse on the math test even when you compared the people who opted to eat the radish instead of the chocolate like because they weren't trying to resist, because they had permission to eat the chocolate cookies if they wanted to. Oh, wow. Even though they chose the radish. That's nuts. They still performed better on the math test. So this is what we do to our employees when we like put a, a snack rack up on the way to the bathroom. Yeah. It's like every day we just rob them of their willpower as they go to the bathroom. Oh man. Yeah. And then you then you have to sit down and, you know, try and solve this problem that you've been dealing with for the past couple of hours and it's just so frustrating. I ended up going the long way around to avoid that M M&M M machine. <laughs> it was like a significantly longer walk. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's nuts. Oh so, my gosh. There you go. Just Put it in a radish machine. Well, that'll do it. That'll do it. This is a way to get a lot of angry emails <laughs> from listeners. Fills up your hand with radishes. Yeah. Our manager took away the snacks. It's your fault. <laughs> the other thing that it does is it leads to more sitting when you eat at your desk. Yeah. Like lunchtime is one of the few good excuses that you have to get up and move around a little bit during the workday as an office worker. And sitting is the new smoking. There are lots of studies that show that that's really bad for you, which is part of the reason why standing desks have gotten so trendy. Mm, Wait, yeah. sitting is the new... Sm- what am I supposed to oh do Oh, my then? God. It's so bad for you. What am I supposed to you do You got to alternate sitting and standing. Gee, uh, I got to get up now. And, like move around <laughs> yeah. and get some physical activity. Oh, my God. Treadmill desks. Turns uh, out humans were not evolved to sit still for literally all day in front of a computer screen. Funny. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm very happy that Kimberly bequeathed her 
saying nice to me uh, when she moved on to to your project. Mm. Yeah, I it, cannot believe been, that she gave that up. She used her professional development budget on that, didn't she? I, I, like, I reimbursed her. Shout budget? out to Kimberly. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I paid her. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, it doesn't make a difference. I feel like I have more energy uh, throughout the day. And, you know, when I get tired, I just sit down. And then I enjoy sitting a lot. <laughs> like, I get up. When, then when you realize it's worse than smoking, then you have to get up again. Right. I don't think it's actually worse than smoking. Smoking's <laughs> really bad. Yes. <laughs> you get, you get lung cancer from sitting down, bro. Like what? Uh, we just mentioned why individuals don't want to eat out Desco. So, what are some things you like to do, or rather, what are some things y'all like to do to eat lunch or take breaks al fresco? I think going to the gym can be really restorative. Mm-hmm. That one's kind of hard to arrange because, you know, you're going to have to change your clothes or you've got to do a very light workout. Like, um, be pretty close to the gym, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, transportation. That's an issue. I've be worked at stinky. offices where there are yoga classes. Oh, nice. That's cool. Those are nice because if you, if you do a chill yoga class, you don't really need to change. Right. Right. Like just opt out of the hot yoga class. Yeah. For lunch. It's probably that too big much. room. Don't do the big room yoga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty cool. I mean, I even like light exercise of just like walking. Like I, I find that really nice. I, I like to stretch my legs and you know just kind of have a good think or clear my head of all thoughts entirely. It's, right. it's pretty nice. One of the most productive developers on an old team of mine would take video game breaks. This was a Pomodoro thing. He would do 25 minutes of work and then he would switch over to a separate computer and he would play a five minute round of some random game on Steam. Oh, wow. And then come back. Well, And it was like extremely effective because it was so instant, the switch. Oh, that's interesting. Play mode. Yeah. And so all consuming. Right. I got to know what that game is. I feel like uh, you know, right now I'm I'm deep in the Red Dead Redemption, as oh, many yeah. people are. <laughs> yeah. And then it's not five minutes. No, like, that's that's not a just five thing. that's been my now, life. You, you have to flip your Pomodoro where you do 25 minutes of Red Dead <laughs> and then you do five minutes of work. That's, 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 <laughs> sounds more likely. Yeah, I can't work from home right now. Yeah. <laughs> if you had, I think we mentioned before, if you have catered lunch or you bring your lunch home because you want to be economical and save money. Definitely take the time, as Dave mentioned, to go outside. Like, try to make that a thing you do. Smell the fantabulous air of Manhattan or whatever state, city you're currently in. Because I think it's more important than sitting in front of your desk all day. Yeah, I remember you recommended to me a, f- a coffee shop that was further away just so that I would get more airtime. Yeah. And it was extremely helpful. No, it's good. I mean, there's you go to you go to coffee shops. That's probably a block or two away. Coffee, tea, matcha seems to be the new thing. All the cool kids are doing it. Don't understand why, <laughs> but matcha's awesome. Go for a matcha break. Take your coworkers out too. I think that's like very helpful. Just to step outside and away from your problem that you're currently dealing with at work. So when you come back, you're nice and refreshed and matcha'd up. Yeah, there's a lot of research that shows that social contact has a really positive effect on people's ability to concentrate, people's ability to communicate when there are problems and mm-hmm. to deal with miscommunication. Also, happiness levels, general yeah. productivity and happiness levels. Yeah, definitely good for team morale and just like having the opportunity to get to know people outside of like doing the code. 
Yeah, and I think like one thing, and this may even be something outside of the Desco thing, the Aldesco thing, but you know, don't work really crazy 12-hour shifts or anything like that because the longer you starve yourself from resting, the less likely you're going to produce great work. It just feels like you're working harder. If you work hard, then you're going to get this done fast, but it's sometimes the opposite. You just might need those breaks. Ladies and gentlemen, whatever you do, do not have your Taco Bell al fresco al desco. All right? Amen. Yeah. Yeah, that's the new golden rule. <laughs> do not have your Taco Bell al fresco al desco. <laughs> Follow us now on Twitter at Radio Free Rabbit so we can keep the conversation going. Like what you hear? Give us a five-star review and help developers just like you find their way into the rabbit hole. And never miss an episode. Subscribe now however you listen to your favorite podcast. On behalf of our producer extraordinaire, William Jeffries, and my amazing co-host, Dave Anderson, and me, your host, Michael Nunez, thanks for listening to The Rabbit Hole.